All right, so we're back uh, with Lou Aguiar. Uh, thanks for joining us again. 50 milliliters pod at 5IFTY underscore ML. But now that we know his journey through, you know, international football after thinking maybe, hey, this is this is definitely, you know, I thought I was good enough. I know I'm good enough. But I, why has this trek been this long? But now he's back, and now the Jets really want him. And... Uh, they decided to bring him in, and I'm going to let Louie tell this story, but I did want to ask because the, apparently they had you kick two field goals that year, and you were one you were one of two that specific season, and you drilled a 23-yarder. So I just wanted to ask, once you became a Jet, and we know that you, know, you were their full-time punter, you had a lot of punts that season your rookie year, and you were the kickoff specialist your rookie year. I just want to know what was going on with the two field goal attempts, and why did you miss <laughs> the one? Well, my the, fir- the first one I kicked, it was uh, my first attempt was actually in New England. Our kicker, Pat Leahy, had a uh, injured hip. He's actually from here in St. Louis. He went, He played a, He played soccer, SLU, and then he had a tryout with the old St. Louis Cardinals as the kicker. They cut him, and then the Jets picked him up. And so it was his 18th season. He was 40, 41 years old. He started having hip problems, and he couldn't snap on the ball. And so the first time they had me kick was in New England, and my first attempt, and the wind was blowing. It was howling right to left in the old Gillette. Uh, <laughs> I heard that was like a high school football field at the time, Lou. Like, I heard the old Gillette was like a high school field. Like, it was just oh, wide it was open. Awful. Oh, it was, it was awful. Oh, my God, it was awful. And so I'm running on the field, and Pat Leahy yells at me. To, he goes, aim 10 yards to the right, and because that's how hard the wind was blowing. So I take my steps back, and our holder, my, my holder, Kenny O'Brien goes, where are you aiming? I go, Pat told me to aim 10 yards to the right. So I'm aiming like 10 yards right of the uprights. I'm like aiming almost to the corner of the end zone. <laughs> I, and so I, I, I hit this ball, it goes up, the wind blows right down the middle of the uprights. We had a guy lined up in the backfield. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, Wait, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Luke. So you're telling me that your first field goal attempt in the NFL was beautifully through the uprights, and you guys had a penalty that called it back? We had a guy lined up in the backfield. You're supposed to have seven guys on last scrimmage. We only had six. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. What a slap dick. Yes, big time. And so then they move it back five yards, so it's going to be a 56-yard field goal. And I said, I can make this. And the head coach goes, no, we're just going to throw a Hail Mary. I'm like, okay. So I didn't get the kick again. Fast forward four weeks. Same thing happens. Pat Leahy's injured. He, you know, he's trying to warm up and he can't kick. So my first field goal in the Meadowlands, I drill like zip, 23 yarder. I drill it. Second one, I hit it and the wind just took it wide left. I'm all, what the hell happened? <laughs> Off the field. I looked at Pat and Pat goes, We get those gusts of winds. He goes, I told you to aim, you know, just inside the right upright because your balls are right there. Next you know, the wind kind of goes, boom. Well, I know I missed. I missed the wide left by ten by about ten feet. I'm all. Like, well, that was that's a chip shot. I mean, I I, I hit it. Was going right. Were there any right boos? Were there any boos, Lou? Did they boo you? Did they boo you? Did they boo you? No, they didn't boo me. I, they just said I thought 
I thought they're booing me, but they weren't. They're were just saying "loo." Uh. <laughs> they were saying "boo." They were saying "loo." Definitely <laughs> weren't booing. That's us. what I told everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. No, it makes sense, it, and it's definitely a great out. So, so to build on that, because this is even better, I read that uh, you had thirteen punts over the course of four postseason NFL games. And I don't want to fast forward too much. I told people who you played for when we came in. But right. you so before, did before you before Go you ahead. get there. Go ahead. On. I played a whole I already played a whole season of the NFL Europe. Okay. I played 12 games. So I had about 60, I can't remember how many punts I had. So say five punts a game, five times 12 is 60 punts. Okay. And then I practiced during the week, you know, practice all the time. And then I came home. I had a month off before I went to training camp. So then I went to training camp with the Jets and made it. And then that was another 16-game season. So, I mean, by the end of the end of the season, my rookie year, my leg felt like it was getting ready to fall off because, I mean, I was punting on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, not on Saturday because that was a travel day. We kicked on game day, nothing on Monday, nothing on Tuesday, but then I kicked Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. By the end of the season, it was just like my leg was shot. Well, here's a refresher for you, buddy. Your rookie season, believe it or not, you kicked off 67 times. Oh, wow. You, I didn't know. And you punted. Yeah, I know. Nobody nobody ever expected the Jets to score that many times. I know. I, well, but, well, you got to forget, you either have to kick off in the first half or the second half. Right. So half right. of those, <laughs> So Bro, along with you got to take away sixteen of those because sixteen of those we're going to kick up beginning of the game or at halftime. So sixty-six. <laughs> so I'm done. We only had fifty fucking touchdowns for the whole season. Well, they might have been field goals. They might have been field goals too, now. Lou. That you were not kicking. They might have been field goals. But I do want to say you also punted it in an astronomical amount of time for a rookie season. You punted it sixty-four times that year. You ended up punting more. I mean, your punting numbers for the next five years are incredible. You punted 73 times, 73 times, 85 times, 91 times, 88 times, and 82 times through your 96th season with Kansas City. So, yes, I understand why your leg was sore. Yes. My right (laughs) knee got sore. My left knee was okay. My weenie was just hanging around. It was just hanging there. You didn't wear my a cup. Right knee was great. Left knee and right. My weenie was just hanging around. All right. Well, that's good. We we're glad that it wasn't damaged. Uh, I do before and and again, like you did. Stop me if I get ahead of ourselves. But I did want to ask you because I think this is an interesting question that I thought you will remember. In 1997, you had a three-yard run in a playoff game at home against the Denver Broncos, in which. Ultimately, you guys lost 14 to 10. Obviously, John Elway, I'm sure you remember it very vividly. And obviously, I know the loss wasn't on you. That's a tough game. I don't know if Montana, no, he's way gone by then. Um, Montana was 94. This was yeah, with way Elvis gone. Gerback. Elvis Gerback. Okay, so what happened? How'd you run for three yards? That's, that's amazing. You had three rushing yards in a playoff game. <laughs> we called the fake, and we're down. And. Uh, <laughs> I go to run the fake. What was the distance? It was fourth and seven. Atwater and Romanowski caught me at three yards. 
<laughs> don't remember that. They had you. Roman did you roll? Out, did you roll yeah, out right? I roll rolled out to my right. And as soon as I got around the corner, I'm all I I got I got I know shit. I don't got this. Yeah, well, it was your oh fuck moment. Yeah. <laughs> In that oh, one. I'm all yep, Roman I have Romanowski and that water on top of me. That is not a good combination of people to be chasing you down behind the hey, line of scrimmage. At least, in, you know, hopefully I don't get in trouble. You know, we had a black guy, a Mexican, and a white guy. So we had, you know, the colors went down in black, lighter, <laughs> lighter. We went down, at least we went down in color or up in color. You know, it was a, it was a colorful tackle, at least. <laughs> you know, we had all three, light, dark, and darker. The diversity tackle. That's great. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, represent all the colors. Always. That's 1990 right. all the way to now. USA you know, forever. I mean, I'm having, you know, I have fun. Those guys, you know, one that's one thing in the locker room. What, you know, what says in the locker room stays in the locker room. You know, the guys, you know, the media makes it out worse than what it is. Oh, so-and-so, you know, said this. Oh, you know something? You don't ever hear the players coming out and saying anything. It's always the media. It's never the coaches. It's never the players. The media always has to make all this out of nothing. I, and I know I'm jumping thirty yards at thirty yards at thirty years. You're ahead fine. Now with, You're fine. Go ahead. With, with with Gruden, he wasn't even working in the NFL when when all that shit went down. And the guy who he was emailing back and forth is still is still working in the NFL. Well, but, yeah, the, the messed up thing there is they weren't looking for Gruden. They were looking for other shit and stumbled upon it and said, oh, look yeah. what we got here. This is beautiful. Yeah, they did, you know, and I've never met Gruden. I played I played NFL Europe with his brother. Jay? He, really? he played NFL? He was a quarterback? Was our, Jay Gruden was our third string quarterback. Wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah. But, I you wish know, you so, could have given. I uh, wish you could have given him some hindsight then, but yeah, I, w- I would have given my left nuts. Oh, I don't have that. I lost that to cancer. I'd give my right one. <laughs> that would be just a nutless wonder. Right now, I'm just the one nut wonder. <laughs> I wonder where that one nut went. <laughs> you might have punted it. You might have punted it away. Yep. I can get a healing put in there when I had this uh, the surgery done. What the doctor won't do anything like they do for dog for dogs. Cause I that way I could, you know, get all drunk and pull it out. Hey guys, can you do this? Take my shoe off and go, ding, 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 table. That's a day party trick. <laughs> oh my god. So I was gonna ask you just but, to build off. But what's going on with oh, go ahead. Yeah. all that with Gruden? I, I feel bad for the guy. I really, really do. I mean, he wasn't working for the NFL. There were his own his own emails. He was working for ESPN at the time. Um, but wrong place, wrong time. Should he be in, should he have been saying stuff like that? You could get away with that stuff in the 80s and 90s, but not when he was doing 2010. He should have known better. Uh, but like you said, they stumbled upon it, and he wasn't working the NFL at the time. And everybody goes, well, well, they knew about it. No, well, no, not 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 really back then, because this stuff with Washington didn't come out until recently. So that's why they're finding all this stuff. And I don't know, he may not be the only guy going down. It's just scary they that they have point. There's a lot of people that are gonna be going down because 
you know, this, that's the way I hate to say it. That's, it's the so way we talk. The first domino you're saying it's, it's the way we talk, you know, and you know, you know, guys will say stuff, you know, to impress their friends in on the locker room and stuff. And, you know, it's buddy, buddy. And, but now you really can't do that because, you know, things are going to get typed up and it's now it's an email, but whoever sent that email to, if he deleted it, how'd they find it? That's a, that's a hell of a question, Lou. And I was going to say they already like to Jimmy's point and your point, they already implicated Schefter with the he. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but no, Adam what? Schefter. And so Adam Schefter was apparently sending emails to Bruce Allen saying, you know, apparently it was very like chummy, friendly relationship. But they've read emails yeah. about Schefter saying, hey, editor, does this look OK? So now all of a sudden, just from this this investigation, like you guys just said, to your point. Schefter's now being brought up just because he was being chummy with Bruce Allen and he was like, hey, I'm about to write this article. Does this sound okay to you? And so, right. yeah, I think you guys are right. I think people are probably going to come down in this and it's only the first step of the ladder. Yeah, like Jimmy just said, it's a domino. It's just going to go all the way down. Well, that's, what, that's what happened at the NFL Network with that girl when Falk, Ike Taylor, all them dudes, Heath Evans, they all got yeah. convicted for the same shit. Literally yep. the whole crew. I um I do want to circle it back if that's okay with you. Yeah, circle I, back. I, I wanted I to. You're good. Left field. You're I'm good. Like, this is. Even, <laughs> I'm not even allowed in the game. I'm I, I'm not even. They don't allow me in. The, oh, oh yeah, he's on left field. No, I'm in the fucking parking lot. They don't allow me in anymore. <laughs> so, so and that's fine because we 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 love having you having the floor. So I but love to get it. back um, to that. And I know, I know you want to get back. But Go ahead. Really precious. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a Mexican. My mom's family came up from Mexico. You know, my dad's family came over <laughs> from Azores. My grandfather came, well, one grandfather came over from Spain. So, you know, I'm Mexican, and I'm Mexican, I'm a feather Indian, not red dot. I'm feather. Feather Indian. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, I, you know, I'm Native, I'm Native oh, American. We just had Columbus Day yesterday. He stole our land. He stole. He, stole, he gave us fire water. Took the land from the Mexicans and the Indians. You ain't wrong. You ain't That's wrong. what he did. And everybody goes, "Oh, he, we give him a national holiday for stealing our land." The Native Americans are getting screwed. They can put on reservations, you know. But with all this other shit going on, you know, my son wrote a letter to a third grade teacher, an email saying that. Christopher Columbus is a fraud and he sold our land. He is though. Like people are finally realizing like, wow, why, why do we have a day for a guy that was like committing mass genocide of people? Like, I don't understand. My son's down in the eighth grade and he did this in third grade. You know, he was not a good person and he get and he gets a holiday for it. But then somebody like Lincoln who freed the slaves to help them out. They're pulling all those things down about Lincoln. If it wasn't for Lincoln, who knows what would have happened? I don't know. I'm glad I'm glad he did what he did. I back him 100%. Free the saves. No one should ever be in slavery. Ever. Ever. But pulling his pulling stuff down of him who saved saved it, I, I think that's wrong. So it sounds we like gotta, you're a, we, we got to have our history. 
Because if we don't have our history, we're going to go back and redo it again. And that's what I'm worried about. Oh, I, 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 I'm with you, Jimmy. What were you trying to put in there? Uh, squeezing your, your I thoughts. I was saying, are you, are you not a fan of cancel culture, Louis? Of them taking all these statues down, uh, getting rid of TV shows, this, that, all. Are you, you believe them up? With it's, that, it's our history. It's history. You learn from it. Why do we have history books? Because if well, we don't I, learn from it, we're gonna. We're going to do the exact same thing again. And now they're going to pull all that stuff down. And now it's like, okay. Then when now, say, another generation or two, well, how did mommy, daddy, how do we get freed? Well, we don't know. They're not going to know anything about Lincoln freeing the slaves. It's all going to be lost. And that's what I'm scared. Rewriting of. history at that point. Rewriting yeah. it. Yeah. Right. That's no, yeah. It, it makes uh, – dude, mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm upset about Christopher Columbus, but you know something? Yes, they saw our land, but you know something? We're the strongest country in the world because of everything that we've gone through. You know, I know my mom doesn't like me talking about the Mexican stuff, but you know something? We have we got to learn from it. And we're the strongest country out there. Why does everybody want to come to the United States? Amen to that, my friend. No doubt. Everybody wants to come here. I know it's not supposed to be a political thing. It's supposed to be a sports show, but we got sidetracked. I got a sidetracked. I'm good at that. No, you're fine, bro. Actually, we talk about everything around here, Lou. So it's not just sports. I think, you know, it's, I'm, I'm scared. I really am to see what's going to happen. You know, after I leave, you know, this good, this great, this great earth. Because yeah, I think we share that with you, buddy. I think we I mean, share that. I'm and we're a lot sure. younger. You got to understand, like, for us, it's like, it's like, dude, it, it's like we have been dealt yeah. quite the odd Cause guys, hand. Because right, you guys are almost 30. I'm 55. We are 30 now, officially. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> 30 yeah, I'm, years I'm old, dude. <laughs> That's right. I'm almost 30. 11 and 12. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we yeah we were filming games when we were twelve years old. Me and Alex (laughs) staying up till three a.m. with Lou in the in the film room cutting up film when we were twelve. Yeah, that wouldn't have been accepted. To to lighten the load just a little bit. It was not now. (laughs) I don't even know if it was okay then, but we'll just go with it we'll go with it i do i do want to ask this question before we go venture too far off because we could talk about this all day and we could and we're and we, and we have minutes. plenty more appearances for minutes. you yes we have plenty more appearances was, for was, you what did you what did he say alex say we got how many minutes we're well we have a few minutes left the, we have a few yeah, minutes left segment, and we're, we we're not gonna left. cut anybody off everybody's gonna be heard so it's fine. I've already been but, cut off one side, so we're good to go. <laughs> well, you only got one left to go. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, okay. So just to bring it back to serious for a little bit, because I think this is a good question, and maybe you don't. But obviously, we've all three of us have known you for a long time, and that's rare for somebody that has had the journey that you have for us three normal old guys to to know somebody like this for so long. But, but – when we were together, did I did I ever act bigger than anybody else? No, never, ne- I, dude. I I thought you were just another guy. Like that was You're my favorite one yeah, time. Like- I have a story. Uh oh, Jimmy has. Uh oh, okay, oh, all right, clear yes. clear out. Let Jimmy tell the story. There was one time you acted bigger than someone. 
we were playing a game at Segment. I'm not sure who we were going up against. Were you coaching Jimmy you, or playing? Were you coaching or playing? Was, uh, no, no, I was coaching. I was coaching with Louie. And we called an onside kick and we recovered it. The ref threw a flag and Louie starts, I mean, go off on this dude. At Kirkwood. Okay, it was at Kirkwood. (laughs) We got the ball. It went went 11 yards. (laughs) And Louie, I mean, he is trying to explain the rule and he is to the T and the guy's just not listening to him. And Louie pulled out the punter card, the NFL card. He's like, sir, you do not understand. Uh, Louie gets tossed, I'm pretty sure, because he was so fucking mad. And I remember we lost that game and the ref came in the coach's room after the game and goes, sir, I just read the rule book and you were correct. And Louie just turns and looks at him. He's like, I know I was fucking right. And just turns right back around. And keeps typing. <laughs> that was at set. That was at Kirkwood. I remember Yeah, we lost the game. We lost 49. <laughs> to, we lost 49 to seven. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> That's why we hit you know the outside because we scored a touchdown. We wanted to get the ball back. Hey, Lou, <laughs> I'm 99% confident I was filming that game. I was up yeah, there. The ball went. Filming you. We get looked at it. The ball, the ball went 10 and a half yards before our guy, uh, Huey, got on it. We perfect. It was perfect onside. Yep. Couldn't have drawn it up any better. <laughs> so, hey. Five five minutes left before we're gonna we're gonna do another quick convenience okay, after that. But yeah, so I just wanted to know, having all the journey that you had and playing in the highest level of football, the pinnacle, the height of the industry, and then you coming down to earth because you have a family and you retired and now you're you're a family guy and you're coaching at Waterloo for twelve years, and then you go back to the NFL as a coach, as a brief stint under Rex Ryan. I just wanted to know how like much of a shock that was after 15 years of being away from the league. Like when you got back, was it just like, oh my God, it's so different? Or you're like, wow, I felt right at home or something else entirely? I felt right at home because I knew with all the studying I've done, all the coaches, uh, special teams coaches I talked to, I knew I could make a difference with the team and Rex gave me the opportunity. Uh, I helped out with, I helped out with schemes uh, for kickoff, kickoff return, pump, pump return, field goal, field goal block. There's six aspects to special teams where like, if you're just a receiver coach, you just worry about receivers. You're the DB coach. You worry about the DBs, but as a special teams coach, special teams coordinator and assistant coordinator, we got to worry about all 53 guys because, well, except for the quarterback, so we're down to 50. But you got we work with all 50 guys. We're the only we're the only coach that works with all of them to get them to come together as a team. Because you know you got kickoff, kickoff return, like I said, punt, punt return, field goal, field goal block. So you block, you're working with everybody. And when I went back there, I felt right at home with Rex uh, being there. Um, the first year I was there, you know, we had a punter there by the name of uh, Malone. Uh, I'm trying to think of, his, I can't uh, think of his first name off the top of my head, but it was Malone. And his first two games, I call, you know, he, he would hammer one ball, then he would shank one ball, hit one ball, shank one ball. I mean, his second game, first game at home, he hit an 80, he hit an, uh, 
he liked an 80, 85 or 89 yard punt at the new uh, Giants. Uh, it was not Giants anymore. It's Met uh, Met Life Stadium out there. But he hit that long punt, and then he came back. I was next one hit it like a twenty five yarder. And I'm all. And after the game, you know, I liked the kid. The special teams coordinator liked him because he could flip the field. By flipping the field, you could have, the, you know, he has a big, strong leg. He, you know, kicking from 120 to the other 20. You never know what's going to happen. And then I I gave my report saying, I, I want the kid that we had in training camp, Ryan Quigley. Well, he doesn't have a very strong leg. I'm all, he directional punts when I can get many yards return. Well, they bring Quigley in. We net 39-9. Next year, we net 40. My second year there working with a punter. First year I'm there with uh, Nick Falk, um, Falk hero. I mean, first year I was there with him in uh, 13. The year before he had 12 touchbacks. Best year of his career. Best year of his career with you. I looked it up today. Nick Falk's best year of his career was when you were assistant special teams coordinator. Right. When I worked with him those two years. And he went from 12 touchbacks to 27 touchbacks. He went from a 72%, I believe, went to a 91%. Even better than better percentage the, the year that he went to the Pro Bowl when he was a, with the Dallas Cowboys when he was a rookie. Yep, one of the best kickers in the NFL that season. You are dead on, yep. sir. And then I worked, and then I had him. Then the next year, we net 40. We're one of the tops in the NFL. Falk has another. He gets injured, but I think he's average, he averages like 85 or 87%. He's injured. Um we all get fired because we go four and twelve. We all go. We all get fired. Next year, Ryan Quigley goes at nets thirty six. Falk goes back down to the seventies, and they both get fired. There's only one team out there that has a king coach, and you want to know? You, can you guess who that team is? The Bills. New England. Nope. The Their ticker just made a new record. Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. <laughs> makes a lot of sense. They're the only ones that have a kicking coach with Randy Brown. I've been trying to get in back in the league as a kicking coach to let them know this. These are kind of numbers, but no one, like you said, you saw the numbers there. These are the best numbers in Jets history on the net hunting with Ryan Quigley and the best percentage in folks' history of his uh, a percentage was when I was coaching them because I made them do what they – Dude, because like I was watching Crosby and he's all, what, what am I doing wrong? I don't, I'm not going to tell him what he's doing wrong on this because I don't want him to sit. I know exactly what he's doing. Please wrong. don't. Yes, please don't. We want to save that. We're going to so, get you hired back into the NFL. I hope you know that. I mean, he did the exact same thing on all three misses. But I'm not going to help out. I'm not, they're not paying me. I know exactly what he's doing wrong. And a lot of, and he's all, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. You don't have a you have a special teams coach who doesn't know shit about kicking. <laughs> why do you, why do you have a quarterback coach for why do you have a quarterback coach for uh, Rodgers, but you don't have a fucking kicking coach? Why do you have a quarterback coach for uh, Brady, but you don't have a fucking kicking coach for the guy down there? 